These are the five most important games on the Sun Devils 2024 schedule. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Sun Devils Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything. Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks as always for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. And of course, a shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications to get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers, join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back in. On today's edition of the podcast, we are going to continue taking a look at the Sun Devils 2024 schedule. We have talked about it the last two days. We had our overall reactions that came out on Wednesday, and then yesterday we talked about the the ranking that's what it was ranking the games so definitely check that out if you have not seen it already definitely good to stay in the loop with everything that we're talking about obviously turn on notifications where you get them today we're going to be talking about the five most important games so this isn't this isn't easiest to most difficult this isn't this isn't ranking every single game And this isn't a ranking of one to five either. These are just the five games that stand out to me the most as the most important games this year. And we'll go ahead and get one of them out of the way here in just a sec. But I do want to have a couple of honorable mentions here. The first honorable mention is Wyoming. And the reason why I left Wyoming off the list is because it is not a Big 12 game. You'll notice that the rest of these games are all related to the Big 12. However, it is the first game of the season. So obviously, you would like to start off with a win in your column. That is the reason why it is an honorable mention for me. I know we talked about Wyoming a little bit yesterday. I had that a little a little lower on my list of, of the hardest to easiest games on the schedule that should be a win but that you you can't count wins when it comes to college football so very important you start off on the right note there my other honorable mention is going to be Kansas State and I feel like that may surprise some people and hear me out the reason why I have Kansas State in an honorable mention instead of in my five most important games, is because I don't know how realistic it is to win that game. Now, if K-State comes into the year and just wets the bed, and by November they're not a bowl team, then sure, you should be able to go in and win, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Until then, Kansas State is one of the best teams in the Big 12, if not the best team in the Big 12. And I know they're replacing Will Howard, but They've got all sorts of guys that are going to be able to pick up the pace for him. They're a good football team. I I really thought about putting it on there, 
but I feel like the other five games that I have here are probably a little more important. We'll go ahead and get the obvious one out of the way. You already know what it is, so I don't want to spend too much time talking about it, but it's a Territorial Cup. It's Arizona. It's going down to Tucson for the duel in the desert. That is always going to be one of the most important games of the season, if not the most important. I think Kenny Dillingham put it perfectly in his press conference prior to the game last year was he feels that while your season isn't determined based off of a win or a loss in that game, he said, and and again, emphasizing it, I think this is a perfect way to describe it. There are two football seasons for Sun Devils football. There's the first 11 games, and then there's the Territorial Cup. That's the way it should be viewed. That's the way that we need to approach this game every single year is, yeah, you can go 11-0 to start the year, and that's amazing. You're probably looking at a playoff spot at that point. But we also are not going to be completely satisfied if you don't beat Arizona that year. Now, again, if you go 11-1 and with the lo- one loss to Arizona, oh, no, I, I can't believe we're going to the college football playoff as an 11-1 and team. Like, to a certain extent, that's the feeling. Now, with that being said, as a diehard ASU fan, somebody who graduated from the university and was raised to hate U of A, I would not be happy if the one loss you had was to U of A. But is what it is. Bringing it back to this conversation, though, this is always going to be one of, if not the most important games of the season. You're going down to Tucson this year. You are trying to stop U of A from winning three in a row. U of A has not won three in a row in a long time. And there is there is absolutely no way that Kenny Dillingham is interested in starting his career 0-2 against U of A. Not a kid, not a coach, I should say, that grew up in the Valley. Not a coach that went to Arizona State. Not a coach that came back to Arizona State as the head coach after he was a graduate assistant here, after he's been around the country to become a better, younger, innovative offensive mind. He's not going to be interested in losing this game. Is he going to be interested in losing any game? No, of course not. That's that's just coach speak, though. When it comes to this game, there, there's a whole other emphasis on it. Again, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go back to what coach said. There are two seasons at Arizona State: the first 11 games and then the Territorial Cup. This is always going to be a massive game. Doesn't matter if both of us are going in 11 and 0 or both of us are going in 0 and 11. There is always going to be such an emphasis on this game, and you cannot afford to lose it. And I understand that U of A is a wildly talented team. And with T-Mac coming back and with Noah Fafita coming back, they are already in great hands to be able to handle you offensively, considering T-Mac has had two great games against you and Fafita absolutely diced you up this past year. There's, there is no doubt this is going to be an incredibly tough game. If the playoff was a 12-team format, U of A, I believe they would have made it. I think they were like right there. But they are a very good football team, objectively. You are going to be going into their their backyard. And you are going to have a mentality of, we're going to snap the streak. We're going to get back in the win column. We are not going to allow U of A to win 
three straight. We're going to bring the cup home. That's the way you go into this game, as always. And again, I don't want to feel like I'm wasting my breath talking about this game over and over again because we talk about this game a lot. And there's a lot more important games on the schedule here that we need to get into. There's four more that I have in mind. We're going to get into them in just a second. This is the Locked On Sundowns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I, myself, love to sit down with some buffalo chicken dip and check out some prop bets for myself. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end your season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which player will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just join FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, as always, and making us your first listen of the day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on those notifications. Also want to shout out the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, where you're going to get caught up on all the biggest stories of the day, from college to pro, from the gridiron to the court to the ice, all of it. They're going to get you caught up and up to date. Check it out. I know you're going to be looking something to find while you're eating your lunch, eating your breakfast, eating your dinner, put it on, stay up to date. Back into our conversation now, we're going to take a look at the next two games here that I have listed as my most important games for the Sun Devils in 2024. We're going to go with a kind of curveball here. And I don't know if anyone is going to necessarily agree with this, but this is my opinion. And to me, this is a good benchmark, and this is a good test for you. It's the Cincinnati game. Now, I know what you're thinking. Richie, Cincinnati wasn't good last year. Why should we care? Well, first of all, ASU also was not good last year. So you're going into this with two three-win teams from a year ago. Two teams that are going through a lot of changes right now. However... Cincinnati was just a playoff team a couple of years ago. So there's a lot more recency and a lot more success that Cincinnati has had previously compared to Arizona State. So we can't sit here and crap all over Cincinnati for being a bottom feeder team because that's just not, it's first of all, it's not the case. Second of all, it's not fair for you to believe that you sit high and mighty over a team that has had equal amounts of success to you as of last year. You just need to go into it knowing that you need to play your absolute tails off to be able to get back in this game, to be able to get back to a winning season, I should say. Why is it on my list? Well, first of all, like I said, this is two three-win teams going head-to-head. It's a snoozer for most people. But for us, it's going to be a benchmark in terms of have you gotten better? from being a three-win team, or have you gotten worse from being a three-win team? And the good news is this comes right in the middle of your schedule. 
This comes in the middle of October. The weather's going to get a little bit cooler, which is going to lead into my second point that I'll get to in just a moment here. But with this Cincinnati game, in theory, you have two equally matched programs that are going to be playing each other for the first time in the history of the Big 12 Conference. So it's another really important Big 12 game here. Say important matchup, regardless of previous records, whatever. Throw them out. You need to establish that you are ready to start competing and that you are ahead of teams that have already had a season in the Big 12, like Cincinnati has. You need to come out and get this one. I'm not saying that this is going to be some battle of the Titans. I'm not saying that this is going to be two teams that are undefeated going into this game, two teams that are going to be competing for college football playoff berth. Could they? Sure. Who knows? But the bottom line here is this is in, in a, in a roundabout way who you are equal to. You need to go in and prove that you are big brothers here, not little brothers. You need to show that even though both teams are coming off three one years, that ASU is further ahead. Now, of course, that can totally be taken a different way. If you go into this game winless and Cincinnati comes in undefeated, then yeah, Cincinnati's ahead of you. But in this world, in this theoretical situation that I am placing the Sun Devils in, you need to come out and you need to be able to take down Cincinnati. Call it as it is, it's cut and dry right there. You need to go into this game, and you need to be able to get a win. The second thing I wanted to mention is you're going to Ohio for this game. It's not going to be warm. It's going to be mid-October, so you're not talking about freezing weather, probably, but it is going to be cooler. You're going to be in different elements, and you're going pretty much to the other side of the country to take on a team that you are unfamiliar with. It's it's a it's a brand new environment for you. It's it's a taste of something that you really haven't gotten to see very much for the Arizona State Sun Devils. That's where I have this game here. So, it's a good benchmark in terms of where these two teams were a year ago compared to where they will be by the time you play in theory in a perfect world, but also it's a really good taste for you to be able to go across the country because not only will you have Cincinnati, but you've got central Florida where you're going to be hitting the road at some point there. You're going to be visiting the Midwest to play Kansas and Kansas state. There are several different long distance travel, travel locations for you. Cincinnati is one of the furthest. How you respond in your first cross the country uh, game, <laughs> how you how you stack up and how you end up coming out of that game is going to be important to see how you move forward from that. Another game I want to talk about bringing it back home is Kansas. And with Kansas, it's it's a really interesting game for me because. I, I talked about this yesterday, so refer to it if you have not checked it out. If Kansas is healthy, they are a great football team. The problem is they've been banged up, and especially at quarterback, 
with Jalen Daniels. And Jalen Daniels, pound for pound, is going to be going into the Big 12. I would tell you he's a top five quarterback in the conference. I think that's pretty safe. Is he he is pound for pound that talented and somebody who can do it in more ways than one. But he's missed so much time in the last two years. And Jason Bean took over for him and he was beyond exceptional. But he's gone. He's out of eligibility. So if Kansas doesn't have Jalen Daniels, this game doesn't have as much moxie to it in terms of playing a, what's the word? A quality opponent, I suppose. They could still be really good. Don't get me wrong. But it it would it would lack a little bit of the luster if Jalen Daniels wasn't playing. The reason why it's on my list is this is your first home game in the Big 12. And it's against a quality opponent who may be even more than quality if Daniels is playing for them. They are... They're, they're a good team. They ended the year ranked 23rd, I believe. They have come off back-to-back great seasons. Kansas football is trending higher than it has in a long time. They got something really good going on right now in uh, Lawrence. They, they're, they're getting something figured out. So Arizona State needs to be able to, A, get a win, obviously, but perhaps more importantly, Get your first home win in your new conference, in the Big 12. Get your first Big 12 win at home. You are hosting a good football team in front of your home crowd with an audition to show that you are ready for Big 12 competition. And Kansas is one of the better Big 12 teams. When 100% healthy, I really would put Kansas up there with a K-State, with an Oklahoma State, Arizona, Utah. I think they are that quality of team, like good enough to win the conference. Will they be this year? I don't know because I haven't looked too detailed at their roster. But based off the last two years of what they've done, yeah, you would be you'd be ignorant to say that they are not that kind of quality team. Problem is they just don't stay healthy, but this will be early enough in the year that they probably will be healthy enough. You're also going to be coming off of a bye week and you need to, you need to be able to come off your bye weeks and have success. If you come out and you look lazy and unprepared, it's, it's, it's a bad look for you, for the fans, for the university and the program. You need to come out and get this one. This to me, if if I did have to rank them, I think this would probably be my number three most important. Arizona would be number one. Kansas would probably be number three. And we're going to talk about my number two in a second if I had to rank them. But it's not the easiest thing to rank these games, in my opinion. But the bottom line here is you're hosting Kansas. You need to be able to come out and get a big win against them. You you do that, you pull off a home win to kick off your Big 12 tenure. That goes a long ways. That's going to help activate the Valley, and it's going to help the fans get invested in this team. Come out with a win in your home debut in the conference. There's two more games that I want to talk about here that are super-duper important for this season. So stay right here. We'll be back in just a moment. This is the Locked on Sunnables podcast. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Again, I appreciate you guys for tuning in as always and making the Locked on Sun Levels podcast your first listen of the day. And a shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. Also, be sure to check out Locked on Sports today as they get you caught up to date with all the big news that's going on, all the hires, all the trades, all of the owner moving pieces that are going on with the Orioles. They made a trade for a Cy Young uh, hurler yesterday. Check it out. Stay up to date. Put it on while you're trying to find something to eat. All right. Rounding out this conversation, there are two more games here that I find to be super important. And I talked about a potential top three. And this is just off the top of my head. Arizona would be one, or not visiting. Hosting Kansas would be two or three. And my number two game would be on the road against Texas Tech. And again, I feel like some people may not agree with that. Don't get me wrong. I don't see Texas Tech as this juggernaut in the conference. And I'm not even necessarily saying that they are like a... I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tread a little carefully there. Because Texas Tech is a quality program. Let's go ahead and stay with that. Texas Tech is a quality program. Arizona State could still beat them, though, in Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, not Lubbock. Lubbock. It's it's a very important road game for you. You've had a little bit of history with Texas Tech. Hopefully, you can go in and get the win. The reason why it is one of my five most important and the reason why it would be my number two most important is, you guessed it, it's your debut to the Big 12. This is your first ever Big 12 football game. And you need to come out of this with a victory. You need to leave Lubbock, Texas with a win. You need to be able to leave that stadium with a win. Because if you do this, a lot of things start going your way. I mentioned getting the Valley activated before. This is another great way to activate the Valley. You will be entering a bye week following the Texas Tech game. When you return from that bye week, you are hosting Kansas. This could all roller, not roller coaster, uh, snowball into a massive performance against Kansas. If you do get a win at Texas Tech, no matter if it's one point or a hundred points, you get a win, you roll into your bye week, you come back home, and you open up your home slate against Kansas for Big 12 football. This is it. This is this is where you need to capitalize. You go on the road and get a win. First of all, that's already not a common occurrence for the Sun Devils. They're not necessarily road warriors. They, they play quality football on the road. Obviously, they got the win over UCLA. They played really tough at Washington. But this needs to be a new trend for you. And there's, there's so much at stake here with this game. No matter if you view Texas Tech as a potential national title contender or not, you are auditioning yourself to the Big 12 for the first time. You are looking for a crucial road, road win. You are 
potentially rolling this into the Kansas game. You get a win, you come home, you take a week off, get ready to host your first Big 12 game. And if you're coming off a win, let, let's say you come into this three and one and you went two and one in and out of conference play. You come into the Kansas game three and one because you got a win at Texas Tech. People are going to be interested and people are going to want to come out to this game. Simple as that. There's one other aspect here that is really important with this game, and that's that it is in Lubbock, Texas. It is in Texas. Hashtag Texas to Tempe. You're trying to recruit people. You are already doing a great job bringing in kids. You have brought in several kids over the last two years. You are creating a pipeline to getting the hashtag Texas to Tempe going. Now you are going to be playing in Texas long-term. As as far as the future holds, you are now going to be in Texas to be able to show off to these high schoolers, these 16, 17, 18-year-old kids where Friday Night Lights is religion out there. You want to be able to show yourself as a university that's worthy of you committing to and you playing for and you creating a legacy at. You will be in Texas for two weeks too because you're visiting Texas State out in San Marcos the week before you head to Lubbock. If you are able to get two wins there, dude, that's going to get a lot of kids' attention. And you already are making waves. I understand that someone's going to say, oh, well, Texas State isn't the same as Texas, and Texas Tech isn't the same as Texas Tech. That's not the point. The point is the kids who are playing high school football in San Marcos, the kids who are playing high school in in, uh, Lubbock, are going to be paying attention to this game. You want to show them that you should come to this program. You should come be a difference maker. That's the bottom line. One more game that I find really, really important. I feel like this one has kind of been a, I wonder if Richie's going to mention this. And the answer is yes, I'm going to mention it. It's visiting Oklahoma State. First of all, you're looking for payback. Two years ago, you went to Stillwater. You were, for all intents and purposes, embarrassed. It was like a 34-17 game. And I said this then, and I'll say it now, the box score and the final score was very much not indicative of the way that that game went. ASU was a lot more competitive than you would think, but they still got spanked in more ways than one. You want revenge out in Stillwater. Second of all, you have lost to Oklahoma State in consecutive years because you played them last year too, and they beat you at home in a game you should have won. In a game you should have won. So here's your opportunity to snap a two-game skid. Similar to U of A, don't let them three-peat on you. Don't let them get three wins in a row. This is another really big, big 12 game for you. This is an opportunity to maybe start a new rivalry because Arizona State's going to be looking for new rivals. Sure, we got the four corners down. We got Arizona, Utah, Colorado. Who else we got? Oh, well, here's Oklahoma State for a third straight year. Maybe we can start something with them. There's an opportunity here to create more interest. There's an opportunity here to really start to market a new rivalry. People tune in to Big 12 football. They're looking for something to watch. Oh, hey, 
Arizona State and Oklahoma State are playing. That's a big one. That's a big, big 12 game. That's what you want. You want that interest. You want people to tune into that game. You could potentially start that if you go to Stillwater and get a win. Like I said, with uh, with Kansas and Texas Tech and Texas State, whatever. You could win by one or you can win by 100. Doesn't matter. But you get a win, you are potentially going to start a new rivalry. And that is so important for Arizona State to increase their marketability for people who have been around Big 12 football their entire lives or people who are tuning into Big 12 football for the first time. You want to be able to start marketing yourself as a team that is worthy of getting more praise and more attention. You want to pop up on college game day more often for the pickums? Get a win in this game. You want to you want to pop up in more conversations on ESPN when they're talking about underrated rivalries or whatever it is? You want the articles that are trending? You want people outside of Tempe to be talking about Arizona State versus Oklahoma State? Win this, win this game. There's there's a lot more at stake here than is on the surface level. That's where I sit with that Oklahoma State game. There truly is more writing on it than maybe one would realize or one might be willing to credit with. I really do see, if if nothing else, I think you could start a rivalry here. You've played them three straight years. You lose three in a row. Oklahoma State's never going to look at you as a rival. Never. But you get a win, and you get a win in their backyard. I don't know, man. Maybe you maybe you start stirring a pot. And then who knows how the schedule makers shake out for 25, 26, 27, 28. But maybe you start seeing Oklahoma State a little more often. Maybe instead of going from two years off of seeing Oklahoma State, you go no more than one year off from seeing them. That's what you want to get started here. You want a fresh rivalry to be established. There's plenty at stake here for this season whether it's establishing a new rivalry at Oklahoma State, whether it's reclaiming a rivalry against Arizona, whether it's auditioning yourself on the road or at home. There's plenty of important games for the Sun Devils in 2024, but I want to know what games you think are the most important for the Sun Devils this upcoming season. Let me know in the comments. You can hit me up on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrad36, the podcast as well, at LO underscore Sun Devils. But wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications, and a shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. I appreciate you guys, as always, for tuning in. I will see you guys again on Sunday as we talk some Arizona State basketball. Last night, they they probably should have beat Stanford, and they didn't. They fell late down the stretch. They play Cal tomorrow. Hopefully, they're able to get that win because they have lost five of their last six, and they need to get stuff going. But regardless, we're going to catch you up on Sunday. And then we'll be right back into content on Monday. I'll see you guys there. And until then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on.